Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the gas cast. Today, we have another one of my very special guests coming along, my boy, young Caleb. What's up, bro? How you doing? This man, the LeBron lover. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? What's up? I, I'm glad to be on today. Uh, Zach, I heard a lot about you. I've watched a couple episodes. It's nice to formally meet you, I guess, in a virtual setting. Um, nice to meet you a little bit well. about myself. Yeah, like like Gabe just said, I'm I'm a huge LeBron fan, but that that doesn't take away from me being an objective sports fan as well. Um, I kind of have gotten to the point where like I have my my love for certain players in one end, and then like spitting the facts on the other end. But yeah, I am a huge LeBron fan. Uh, as far as like sports, like I, I usually I have certain teams that I like. Like I'm a huge LeBron fan, so I like where he goes. Um, but I mean, I really like the 76ers. I've always just liked their uniforms and stuff like that. I really liked AI growing up, so I like the Sixers a lot. Um, sports fan, I'm a, I mean, football, I'm a diehard Saints fan. I've been a Saints fan my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Lots of part, playoff heartbreaks. Uh, I know that pain uh, for anybody else that can feel that. Um, I played tennis in high school, so I'm a huge tennis fan. Love Joker, love his game, love Nadal, love watching them. Serena, she's awesome. Uh, love the Olympics. I every, I'm always – I throw all of my leftism out when I'm in the Olympics. I'm a super big nationalist when it comes to the Olympics. Um, other than that, man, I just, I just love sports, love to talk about sports. Glad to be on the show today. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome. Happy to have you. Well, uh, let's get right into it. I guess we'll – we can start with some 76ers talk a little bit. I know they're out of the playoffs, but we got Ben Simmons. <clears throat> We've heard all this talk. Are the 76ers going to get rid of him? Everybody thinks that the 76ers are going to drop him. But my question is, what the heck do you get for him? Can you get a person that is another all-star? Can you get someone who is a borderline all-star for him? At this point, can you get somebody that's basically peanuts, like a guy that you can, like a, a Tony, what, what, why do I keep calling him Tony Snell? Scary Terry. Can you get a Scary Terry for Ben Simmons? Like, what, what are we going to, what are you going to do with them? What, what do you think, Caleb? Well, I'm also in the Ben has to go camp. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed certain aspects of Ben Simmons game. He's an all pro defender. I mean, he's a three-time All-Star. You don't do that by accident. Um, but the guy has not developed a semblance of a shot outside of four feet in any of the games that he's played. It looks like he's scared. It looks like he doesn't even try. Um, I just – how many jobs can you have where they give you years to work on one specific skill and you don't do it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I can't name another superstar that is unplayable – in the fourth quarter of a game seven, like is completely had to take him out of the game. So I do think he's got to go as far as what you were, you're going to get for him. I don't know, man. I guess if I were Daryl Morey or Elton Brand, I'd be maybe making calls to Sam Presti, seeing if he really is into Kimba, seeing what he can package together for him. Um, other than that though, the market for Ben Simmons shot right now. So I, I don't know. They're going to, they're not going to get what they deserve, but he, he's got to go. If you, if you want to maximize Joel Embiid's window, which is very short because I mean, 
the guy's glass bones and paper skin. Um, you got to get rid of Ben Simmons. You got to put some pieces around Joel Embiid um, because he he cannot just stand at the three point line and watch. He just can't. Like it makes me sick watching Joel Embiid and his big ass out there. Like he he needs to be on the post. He needs to be somebody feeding him in. I mean, he can shoot, and I do think that's an important part of his game. But that's not what he does best. And he needs to be in a situation that maximizes what he does best. So I think getting rid of Ben or you got to, you got to lock Ben in the, in the lab and make him shoot a thousand shots a day or something like he's, he's got some mental blockage going on. And I think until you get that taken care of, he's a liability. Okay. So do you think they should trade him because he's not that good and he doesn't work hard and all that stuff? Or are you saying like they should trade him because he just doesn't fit your team, but you think he can be great somewhere else? I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, he if they just made him like a power forward and they didn't have him bringing the ball up the court, which he actually does pretty well, but he can't shoot. You know, he can't you can't be a point guard in this league that can't shoot. I mean, even even Rondo, that was people's biggest criticisms of Rondo. He developed a shot. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's got he has to develop a shot, change positions, or go somewhere where he's not going to be required to shoot, where you can put shooters around him. Okay, so I I get what you're saying, and but here's the thing: when he was scoring, when he got the rookie of the year, and when he was averaging 18 points and eight eight rebounds, seven assists, he couldn't shoot, but he was good. And I would argue at that point the fit wasn't there, but now he now he may may have regressed. He definitely regressed, and he clearly is not trying to get better. All that stuff, but right now, if you trade him, like we said, we're talking about Terry Rozier or Kimba Walker. I had right. a thing like Tyrese Halliburton. So like, the point is literally just to get him off the contract. So is there any like is there anything like hey maybe we should like play Ben Simmons without Embiid? Like, sit out and be every, I don't know, two or three games early in the season. Ben Simmons can ball out without Embiid on the court. And then you can be like, all right, now now we want to trade Ben Simmons. Now you can see his suit doesn't suck. He's not coming off one of the worst playoff performances ever. Because right now you're not getting anything for him. So trading him right now is just like, hey, I'm not trying to pay this guy. And then unless you're bringing in someone else, like your team is just going to get worse based off that. But at some point, Ben Simmons had trade value, which probably means at some next point, he could have trade value again, and then you could get someone that helps your team. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, it's definitely a tough situation, but. Right. And I think, I mean, there, there's a lot of, a, a lot of truth in what you just said. Maybe the fit is just not there. I mean, we talk about all-time duos in sports. You've got your Braun and Wade's. You've got your your KD and Russes. But, like, sometimes the fit just isn't there. We've seen Ben Simmons have his greatest game when Joel Embiid was not on the court. Against right. Utah a few months ago, I th- what do you have, 40, 40 42, 42 on Rodrigo Bear. Right, on the defensive player of the year, we could we could talk an hour about that defensive player of the year. We could talk an hour about that, but I'm going to skip past that for now. But he is the defensive player of the year, regardless of what we think about it. And he, he put buckets on his head, and he wasn't like – he wasn't playing scared. He was attacking. He made – what did he make, like 10 out of 12 free throws that night or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. 
like he it's mental, bro. If he could get past it that is. mental block, he could be. I mean, like I said, he's already an all pro defender. You can't you can't name five point guards that defend better than him. You just can't. Right. I mean, he's like for a guy, I mean, he's 6'10, but for a guy that young and that athletic to not develop any other parts of his game, it's a shame because that defense is gonna go to waste because you can defend, but if you're giving us four points, you can you could defend until the cows goes on. You're giving us four points. That's not doing anything for me. That's not championship basketball. Right. And by the way, Gabe, Gabe's a big, big Rudy Gobert fan. So you can't we can't, we can't shit talk in front of him. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I said that. That's why I said that I had to bring it up. Hey, he does his thing, bro. He does his thing. But not we'll we'll get to maybe Gobert Terrence a little man. bit later. But um, do y'all think that you would be able to trade a Ben Simmons for a Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon, Hell no. guy they can well, – At no. this point, no. At this point, no. Indiana <laughs> – he, he, Malcolm Brogdon is in Indiana, right? Yeah. Rick Carlisle's not doing that, bro. Not that'd as soon as he biggest, gets there. No, big as hell. Brogdon, Cole – Brogdon can give them some scoring and some facilitating. On the Philadelphia oh, no. side, and that's and exactly why Indiana's not side, Indiana's man. not gonna get rid oh, of the him. Sixers. Would take that all day. The Sixers would be like, "Shit, we can get like, we can get this dude like a borderline All Star, a dude that won Rookie of the Year who shoots uh 40, 50, 90. Are you kidding me? That's like an ideal fit. Rookie of the why Year the, over Joel Embiid. Why would the Pacers? Why would the Pacers want that? They have Sabonis. Okay, Gabe, I got a I got a question for you. A counter What's to what up? you just said. You are Rick Carlisle. Yeah. Daryl Morey, Doc, and Elton Brand knocking on your door. What is a package that they would have to have ready for you that day for you to listen to a trade for Malcolm Brogdon? I would take um I would take I take Ben Simmons straight up for Malcolm Brogdon, and I would need – I'll probably need to pick because I'm taking that contract. Hefty, hefty contract. Really, the issue is the contract because if it, wouldn't, if it wasn't for the contract, I think it, it would be way more flexible with a lot of players. But the issue is like the contract. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Brogdon could bring – more to the game as far as the offensive role, and that's kind of what you need because you got some pretty solid defenders on the 76ers already. But as far as uh, help on offense, as far as what Joel Embiid brings to you, you won't be able to play Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid side by side, really, unless you want Joel Embiid on the outside shooting threes, which what it seems to like to do sometimes later on in the games whenever his knees and back is hurting. So I would do it. I would do it straight up if it weren't for the contract. Yeah. But the contract is obviously an issue. Yeah. He's owed yeah. he's owed like 154 million over like the next 5 Hefty. years. Hefty contract. Yeah. Let's take let's take out the contract. Yeah. The do you think Pacers. do you think Indiana is winning with um I mean no, do you think no, the 76ers no. are winning with Brogdon? I don't think that that takes them over the top. I do think that it helps it maybe. Doesn't, it doesn't take I think them they over would be the a top. worse I think they'd be worse because they'd be losing Ben's defense. I, I, I think not I necessarily. Think Brogdon is Brogdon is very underrated on defense, and Brogdon yeah, can shoot threes. Brogdon yeah. can score, and Brogdon can facilitate. 
and Brogdon, like, he, like, knows when to pick his spots. Like, he can score, but he's not, like, this volume. 12 shots. Some nights he'll shoot 18 shots. And, like, that helps team. Like, the lead, him, his leadership with, like, Seth Curry, all that stuff would help. And, like, you – like, the Sixers aren't – didn't win – didn't lose this series because they weren't good enough. They lost this series because Ben Simmons got exposed. And it was just something – was a huge flaw in their team. Their team is better than the Atlanta Hawks. Their I can argue their team is better than the Bucks. Now, are they better than the Nets? Fully healthy? No, but like I think they would be they would be in a better spot with Brogdon than they would be with Ben Simmons. But for the Pacers, like for their sense, having Sabonis on their team, having like a big man who can play make and score inside, and you see it doesn't work for Embiid. There's no chance you look at Ben Simmons and go, that's the guy we need. Like, that that wouldn't make any sense. Like, a, a, a team that's going to take on Ben Simmons right now is a team that can afford to, to like, waste his contract away and try to get rid of him eventually, like, like the Thunder, who are literally not paying anybody, who can just take on a contract, can get assets back, and then maybe flip Ben Simmons later when he proves he's not he doesn't suck. Because on a team like that, he wouldn't suck. Like, him and Shy, Mike can work. There's no real big men on the team. And, like, you can let him go. But, like, like I told Gabe last night, there's not a contending team in the NBA that thinks Ben Simmons helps them get better. No, you're right. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Now, what, um, what if – Go ahead. I, I was going to say this might be a, a bit of a long shot here, but what if you – you know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of people that feel like Lonzo is not right for New Orleans. I think there's a lot of people that feel yeah. like that. Um, what if you made a call to New Orleans? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lonzo is kind of like the opposite of Ben Timmons at this point. I mean, Lonzo's another guy who's really underrated on defense. Um, I don't. I don't know if he's made an all-defensive team or not. Um, but I mean, he, the the guy can play some defense, and he's developed his yeah. shot. Um, it's gotten much better than when he came in. Uh, I think he'd be better around Joel Embiid, but he's another guy that's injury prone. Um, another guy that might be a locker room chemistry issue because I mean, his dad's never going to shut up about anything. You know, we might be two weeks in, and yeah. he'd start talking about how Doc ain't done nothing and needs to get fired and. All of that. He might be right, which he would be correct on. (laughs) I thought Doc was going to – I thought Doc was going to get fired. I really did, but I'm I'm surprised he didn't. But I guess they're they're putting all the blame on Ben, so Ben's going to be the scapegoat this year. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, with with Lonzo, they are like similar players in the sense of like they're – like Lonzo – his natural shooting motion, which is like he changed it and now he's shooting. But like he's still just more of like a catch and shoot guy. He can score a little bit other ways. The defense is is pretty similar, but he's on a uh like he's he's a free agent. So like it'd have to be a sign and trade. And mm. usually, like usually when teams do sign and trades, you don't get like full value for him because they know he's gonna leave regardless. I don't and you're gonna have to pay Lonzo. Like Lonzo wants is gonna want an extension, so I I don't know what what the Sixers would be willing to pay for him. I I don't know. 
it's not it's not a bad idea. But once again, the Pelicans. Do the Pelicans think Ben Simmons and Zion and Brandon Ingram is the future? Because I'm not so sure that that Zion is going to be a Pelican for very much longer. Well, I I think, I think they're going to hold I think they're going to hold on to him as long as they can because I mean they they have him under contract and they're going to keep having yeah. him under contract for years. And it's kind of like the Anthony Davis situation where like he he wanted out, but like they were like, yeah, we're not going to trade him just yet. We're not going to trade him just yet. And maybe they should like get out from under before. But I, here's the thing: the Pelicans like they might be gone. Like if Zion leaves, that franchise might just move. Like it might happen because like if you if People... you if you have Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Zion Williamson. And you get nothing out of it, and all three Demarcus teams, Cousins, all three players before ship, injury, yeah. all them they just ship them out. Drew Holiday, like, they're all just all gone, and like then you get a haul back from L.A., and then like you just eventually lose all the haul because like they're probably not going to keep Ingram either. Like it's just it's just stuff like that. I, uh, that that franchise is just in a bad spot. I, I feel for them because, like, I mean, like, Gail Benson and, I, I, like, she's so tied up with the Saints. Like, every, everyone in New Orleans knows, like, yeah. the, Benson, the Benson family, the ownership, like, that the Saints are their number one priority, as they should be, because they are one of the premier franchises in the NFL, huge cash cow for the city of New Orleans. Like, I get it, but – there, there are just so many other cities that I feel like will be more deserving of a, a pro sports team and actual ownership that cares about them. Uh, and I, I think that, that that's a good point. They, they might be better served just completely picking up and going to another city. The fact that we don't, that we don't have the Seattle Supersonics in this league anymore is a crime against humanity. Like, with, with all with like the Clippers should not be in LA, like at least not in Staples Center. Like, like uh, it's we've they, come so far in time. Like this, it shouldn't be a case that these teams have to play in the same building as each other, because it doesn't matter how good the Clippers get. I don't care if they win a ring; they will never be LA's team. Like people who are just know, hard, like go ahead. just know whenever they win this ring this year. Their banner is going to be so big. It's going to cover up all 17, 18 of the Lakers banners, and it's going to be nuts. It's going to say Clippers 2021 champions, bro. And, and they're going to have to roll it up and take it down <laughs> every other night. They're going to have to roll it up and take it down every other night. They're going to forget some nights, bro. They when are they moving to England? When are they moving to England? Um, they, I mean, they were talking about that. Right? They were talking about that last year, so. For it usually takes two or three years, but yeah, it's official though, right? They bought the forum. They bought the forum. I know that they're not winning it. They're not winning a championship, bro. They're not. I don't think they're going to win a championship either, dude. Utah, not Utah, but Phoenix. Like Devin Booker has had two. He's had two average games back to back, and like ever since Stephen A. Ever since Stephen A. said he was the next Kobe, he (laughs) (laughs) he's played terribly, but. He's not going to continue to play like that. Chris Paul, like, he just he just looked tired last night. I mean, he's got COVID fatigue. Like, he, he didn't look like he was really in it. I, I If I was L.A., I would not count on Devin Booker. Podcast. And, 
because I, don't I would not count on Devin Booker and Chris Paul having games like that again. I, I just wouldn't, especially like at this point, Kawhi is not coming back. Like they're they're Are we he's sure? not travel. He's not traveling. They haven't. The Clippers haven't said anything about him. Like they, he's not even on the sidelines for most of the games. Like. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of the game last night, so I'm not sure if he was there. But I knew he was he there. He, he was. He was like. He was in the. He box. was up in the booth last night. Uh, he didn't have a knee he, brace on or anything, though. So I don't know, man. That you can see. Feel, that you can I, see. I felt the same way about Harden. I, they weren't saying anything about Harden. James Harden. He shouldn't have played. Him. He should not. He have probably played. shouldn't have. I Did think he, that Kawhi could come a, back and play. There's a difference. They haven't said anything. James Harden was dribbling on the logo for 22 seconds before he passed it. Like he there was not. He though. should not have been on the court. A ha- a hamstring injury like that. It's like the worst you can do. What by playing it is like just tweak it a little worse. I've been like then he's out for like another month in the off season. But like Kawhi comes back, tweaks his knee, he tears his ACL. So like, that's that's the risk that I we've already seen Kawhi not come back from injury any kind of time early. So to think he's gonna come back, it just it doesn't seem right. I remember the 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 Golden State series in 2017 when uh what is it uh Zaza Pachulia who got robbed of an All Star, bro. Absolutely, the man who robbed <laughs> Kawhi Leonard from beating the ass. I, that series, I believe the Spurs would have won that series. I just, I don't know. Kawhi just had that look in his eye, like I, I choose to believe that in my head canon and in my heart that they would have won that series. But as we were saying, we saw Kawhi go down and he never came back. I'm not saying that it is the same degree of injury or he's that that hurt, but I, I don't think he's going to come back. And even then, is he going to guard Giannis on one knee? Is Paul George going to stop Giannis from getting 40 and 10? Is Giannis going to get there? That's the he, question. They're going to get there. They're going to get there. They're going to get <laughs> we'll, there. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Let's keep talking the Clippers' Suns. So, Suns, they get the first and second game. They get the second game by a nail-biter. Third game, uh, obviously another dud from – uh, Devin Booker, as well as uh, a dud from Chris Paul. And you did give um, good reasons for it. Devin Booker obviously got his nose broken in the second game. Chris Paul coming back from COVID. Cameron Payne, he's dealing with an ankle injury now. So do the Clippers come back and tie up this series as they have done in every series previous to this one? I think that they will tie it up. I think they'll get both games at home. Um, but I still have Phoenix winning in seven. I, I just think if, if Chris Paul can can get up to that level to where, like, he's playing, if he gets a chance, it, this, this is the first time that he potentially could be healthy for a Western Conference Finals or a Conference Finals, period. And, like, I, that, I think that's an all-time crime in sports that he, he's just never gotten the chance, you know what I'm saying? I mean – Imagine how different history would have been in 2018 had he not gotten hurt in that Rocket series. They were up 3-2. They were, they were up, I believe, in the game when he got hurt. I think they went up by 19 or 20 in back-to-back games and lost both of them. Uh, but I think that's different if Chris Paul is on the court. I think I think the Suns will win, win game four. And then really? they don't Ooh. tie it up, and then we're good. I, dude – I just looked at it. Devin Booker, 
five of 21. Chris Paul, five of 19. Yeah. That is terrible. Like, that's not going to happen again. I, 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 I am, am a little worried about campaign. I think that's, that's big. But if he if he can come back and play later in the series or even the next game, like I this Clippers team coming back over and over and over again, it it, it happens, but dude, like at least from the way Paul George is playing now, Paul George is like having to kind of man the whole team. Like when they were coming back against Utah, it was like the other guys, and then Paul was just there, like helping out, but like mm-hmm. he wasn't the only reason. But like the last couple of games he's had to just shoot so much. I don't think that's good for the team. So I think I think the Suns. I think I had Suns in six. I think I'm going to go Suns in six. But I think the Suns. I would certainly like to see that. I definitely would like to see that. As Should have been be Suns in four though. Yeah, I would prefer. Nice. I would prefer if the Suns made it because you know me and Chris Paul we share birthdays. I think that he is one of the greatest point guards of all time. People disrespect him because he doesn't have a ring. I think he gets a ring. He's automatically at worst like top four point guard of all time. So I hope that they win, but I'm not so sure. Um, I think that me and Zach discussed this on a previous episode. I think that Paul George, he might be the best player in this series. It's him or D Book. And I think that he is like me and Zach, I think he's had more talented, but will he play better? Um, not so sure. But in these last couple of games, think we got some stats him being guarded by Patrick Beverly is like four for 15 him being guarded by everybody else like 19 for 41 but four for 15 not great maybe he got his number he already broke his nose uh he probably don't want to get his nose hit again and Patrick Beverly isn't going to stop coming um if Chris Paul can't get it together we know about his notorious playoff like Kurt he's cursed in the playoffs it's quite unfortunate honestly it really is and if anything if it can go bad it will go bad for Chris Paul. And as well as, like we say, with campaign not being healthy, that is a detriment to their team and Aiden. I'm not really sure how good Aiden is. I think Aiden is really good, but a lot of his points, it's not like they're feeding him the ball and he's getting like right jump hooks, left-hand jump hooks, doing shimmy moves. He's kind of catching balls off lobs and things like that and scoring his points. I think, I I mean, the trend of the season is – is not in the Clippers' favor for a few reasons. Um, Like, I mean, we know historically they've been known to implode just as a franchise. But, I mean, Phoenix, they they rarely lose back-to-back games, especially in the playoffs. They've only lost back-to-back games once this this year, of course. uh, They've only lost back-to-back games once, and that was against the Lakers. We know what happened with that. That series may have been completely different without the injuries, but you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's hurt. And so you you've got to deal with it. But they haven't lost back to back games since. So right now, you have no reason to believe they will lose back to back games other than the way the Clippers have played in their previous series. So I think you've got those those two competing trends, and one of them has to break. And we'll see that tomorrow. I think Ty Lue's the best coach in the uh, playoffs left. Monty Williams. <clears throat> Breaking news. Mavs officially hired Jason Kidd as a coach. Did they? Oh, wow. Right in the show. Yeah. That's dope. That'll SMA. be interesting. Do y'all think um, – well, let's get a quick aside on this. 
Uh, Damian Lillard, he was saying that he wanted Jason Kidd as a head coach. I don't think Jason Kidd is a great head coach. Now, maybe it'll so. work better for the Mavs. Now, I will give him credit for this. Giannis is doing what he's doing. Like, Jason Kidd enabled him to do what he's doing. because he, he was just like a small forward. Kidd put the ball in his hands, made him, like, run the team. So, so this version of Giannis came from out of, like, Jason Kidd's tutelage. Um, I think Luca's already kind of doing the same thing. Exactly. I'm I'm not sure if it will help Luca much. I didn't think that it would help the Trailblazers much. Do you think it'll be a success? And what are they looking for to win the champ? What are, what are they looking for? Are they They're not going to win a championship with Chris Dabbs Porzingis on the team. They're not going to get close. I, I just look. I look at it in the sense of like if Rick, if like Luca and all them didn't listen to Rick Carlisle like for whatever reason and they were running certain plays and they wanted to get other guys involved. Jason Kidd, like like Dame wanted them, right? Dame wanted them. I'm sure Luca wanted them. But like he's probably gonna improve Luca as a player. But like he's not gonna put in a system to where like I like I think the Mavericks need some kind of system other than Luca having the ball the whole time and then him either shooting or passing with five seconds on a shot clock to an open three. Like, I just don't think that's very sustainable. And then you bring in, like, a, a kind of an unexperienced head coach or a kind of a failed head coach at that. You could argue like, that for sure. I, you could argue I know sure. he I know he played for the Mavericks and, like, he won a championship in 2011 with them. But, like, it just it just seems like everyone likes Jason Kidd. Let's hire Jason Kidd. Not like, okay, like, you, you fire Rick, right? And maybe they had this guy on their mind. Where were the interviews? <clears throat> like, why didn't five or six guys get interviewed? Why didn't you ask other people to see what would have helped the team? Or, like, they probably just asked Luca, and Luca said, "Yeah, I'm okay with Jason Kidd," and they brought in Jason Kidd. And like, we'll probably be talking about in, in a year and a half. We'll be like, "All right, so they're gonna fire Jason Kidd." <laughs> I don't think Jason Kidd is ready to be a head coach. I'm not 100 sure he will be, but. Like, he'll be fine, Luka. but once something wrong happens, it's going to be like, well, damn, it's the coach. Is it Luca? Is it the play style? Like, Luca's about to be on his fifth year option year, right? Uh, drafted 2018. Now he got, he got a couple more trade. years, right? So, yeah, that yeah. was his, that was his third year, right? Third year. Third, third year. Yeah. Okay. So, after yeah, this so next got, season, he's the seasons. fifth year option. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I've heard, I've heard he's gonna sign his extension. I, I, I truly believe Lucas is gonna be there long time. I think they're gonna, they're gonna give him two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, they're gonna give him like literally the maximum you can give him. Hefty. But it's and, yeah, he's and, and he should paid. take it. He should take I, it. I but. think, I think he's in the right place too. I just think that a lot there's a lot of issues in Dallas. I think if if Chris Stapps Porzingis, I, I don't, I don't know. It just it's a similar thing with Ben Simmons. Like you've got all of these players that you feel like are just sitting in the league and collecting checks and not getting better. And like, he said it himself that he felt like an afterthought, but like you looked like you weren't even thought of, you look like you weren't even going to try to get out there and play. You're not grabbing rebounds. You're not playing defense. You're not taking shots. Like, what are you doing? What are you out there for, but to take up space because you got to have five men on the floor. Yeah. Porzingis is weird. Like he, it came off an injury. So you could look at him and be like, okay, maybe he wasn't fully back. But then he kind of got back and then he just kind of struggled for a bit. And then, but like playoffs, like they were backdoor cutting on him. 
Like it looked like he just didn't care about basketball. He was like, it was, it was really bad, but I don't know. Like, I, like Ben Simmons, you actually can't trade Chris Stops Porzingis for anything. So like, I think I you really play know. out his contract and just like, you just let him go. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the move. You, you, because I, I agree with you. You're not going to, you're not going to get much for him at this point. Let him play a year. Maybe he gets better. Maybe they go a, a, a round further in the playoffs. I yeah. don't see them winning a championship, though. Yeah, but moving on to the hawks Bucks series. So the Hawks get the first game against the Bucks, 116-113. They are playing tonight at 7. This is game two. Um, first of all, I want to know you guys' thoughts as far as how game one went. Did everything just go right for the Hawks, or did the Bucks? Were the Bucks just lunching? Were they were they going to sleep on this team, and then you know maybe they come back, come out game two, and we're like, all right, time to lay the hammer down. I I personally I hate to say that teams lose games versus like teams just beating them because I mean Trey Trey, Trey Young had what. 10 points 48. in the fourth? Oh, uh, you talking about in the fourth? Yeah, in the fourth quarter, how many points did he have? Yeah, I think he oh. had like 10. I mean, he had 48 points. You, like, 48 points. And yeah. he didn't shoot well from three, but he was killing them with those floaters all night long. And he's been killing people with those floaters. He was killing the Sixers. He was – who'd they play in the first round? Um, the uh, Knicks. Yeah, I mean, okay, we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) That floater, that floater in his mid range has been lethal the entire like every series that he's played. So you can't take that away from them. Do I think that Milwaukee should have put their foot on the gas when they were up seven with four minutes left? Absolutely, but no one was making shots. Chris Middleton wasn't making shots. Giannis wasn't. I mean, Giannis did his thing. Giannis did his thing. He he had what thirty four. 10 and 9, something like something crazy like that. But Drew Holiday was the only person making shots at that point in the game. So, like, did Atlanta tighten up the defense? Did Milwaukee start – did they start feeling it in their throat a little bit when they were up (laughs) 7? Maybe. But the Hawks went on an 18-8 run in the game. Like, you can't take that away from them. So, I think that Atlanta just – they saw opportunity and they took it. Zebo. Yeah, I mean, this is a is a uh, here's how it is. The Hawks seem to be good late. The Bucks are very similar to the Sixers. They can let leads slip. They kind of just sometimes forget how what got them there, how they played. And this might happen a couple times in the series. But from what I saw was Trey Young having 48 points. And Chris Middleton shooting six of 23. And that's why they lost. And Giannis looked comfortable as heck out there. And I, I think as long as Giannis is comfortable and Trey Young doesn't drop 48, they're going to win most games. And Chris, Chris and Drew probably going to take turns, one being good, one being bad. But at least, at least when Drew's not great, Drew like is providing defense. He kind of stops shooting. Whenever Chris is bad, he just keeps shooting, and like it just it's so it's just so frustrating to watch him shoot. And I I think I think Giannis is gonna have a a great series. I like I I think it I I'm leaning Bucks in seven, just because this this Bucks team isn't that good. 
Like we need to we need to stop with the whole like this team is the best. No, this team is they they're good enough. They have some good players. Their coaching stinks. Their play style stinks. But they have Giannis, and sometimes they're really good. But most times they're just they're just solid. And the Hawks Hawks play hard. Hawks have a bunch of guys who can score. So it it's gonna it's gonna be a tough series. I still take the Bucks, but the Hawks stole one and. Anything can happen when you got a guy who can drop forty-eight. The Knicks, the Knicks stole one, and it, you know what I'm saying. So like, it, it, people still game. The Lakers got two. You know what I'm saying. So it, it happens, man. I think the Bucks win in six. I think I think the, yep. the Atlanta Magic ends this. I think it ends this round. They get brought back to reality. Um, I, I I think the Bucks win in six. If the Bucks are to win. I said this on a different podcast. I think that Chris Middleton has to be the second best player in the series. And I think that the Bucs are going to win. He has so been for the majority be. of the playoffs. There, there were yes. some well, games no, that I'm they saying, won. Go ahead. Not of the team. Not of the team. I'm saying of this series. Because, like, he wasn't better than Kevin Durant last year. Last Obviously series or not. anything. Obviously I'm saying – I'm saying, like, he has to be the second best player of this season. And he was against Miami. He kicked their ass. Um, he was hooping. He yeah, was hooping for real. Yeah, they just stunk <laughs> it up. But um, I mean, so you think I think you that think he'll the- have a better performance. He'll have to have a better for- performance than Trey Young for them to uh, win this series. Because I think that Trey Young. So if you give it, if you give it Giannis, and then you give it Trey Young as like the two best players, the rest of the players down, it might be the Hawks, Collins, Herter. Uh, Capella, Danilo, Gallinari, Bogdanovich, given he, he is on a well, you go. Up I lead. think uh, you Will, have Chris they're there. all better than everybody else there. Well, no, because you just you forgot about Chris and Drew. If you okay, go, you give, if you go, you think is better. If you go, you Giannis, think better than. If you go, Giannis is one and Trey Young's two. Yep. Yeah. Then the Bucks, the Bucks have three, four, and then yeah, the Hawks, so? the Hawks would have five, six, seven, eight, probably. Yeah. Do you think that Drew Holiday is playing better than John Collins played the other day? Or John we'll have to, that's what I'm saying. We would have because to see it because he's Drew's gonna have a great series. series. I think Drew's gonna have a great series. The, the Hawks, the Hawks have no guard defenders. They Drew have no Holiday, guard defenders. Drew Holiday has completely impressed me these entire playoffs. He 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 played really well. That shot he hit against the Nets, that that spin floater, whatever it might have been an accident, but that shot was awesome. That was it's awesome that he had the confidence to take that shot to even try that. And, and the, I think him making that shot is what's going to propel him into having a great series and a great finals because I I think that regardless of who the Bucks play, I think the finals is going six or seven games. I think this year I think we're going to have a great finals um, regardless of who plays. I mean, I would be ha- happy with three out of the four teams that we have making it and anybody but the Clippers, huh? Anybody but the Clippers. <laughs> Do we think that Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday first game, he had 33 points and 10 assists. Now, Zach, you say they don't really have any guard defenders, and that is don't. true, but will Drew Holiday be able to keep up their production as well he as Chris Middleton? To. He's basically he a guard to or Chris forward. Middleton. Will he be shots. able to do that? Will Drew, Middleton... will Drew average 30 points in the series? No. Yeah. No, no, he will not if Chris, if Chris Middleton does what he was paid $180 million to do, he stinks. They will be fine. <laughs> the pro the problem is Chris Middleton stinks. 
Like Gabe we, knows my disdain for that that contract. I think that we was, all have I was a so upset when he. No, I it, hate it Chris was, Y'all can dislike was, him. He stinks. It was a double down, bro. Like he got that money, and then like I think the next day or maybe the same day, Tobias Harris got one hundred and eighty million dollars. That was the off season where they were just throwing money at everybody. It didn't matter. I was so upset. I was oh so my upset. God. Yeah, so but Gabe Gabe has said it for years. They have to spend the money. It has to go to somebody. So Fact. unless you're Sam Presti, then you have to pay anybody. You ain't got to give it to him. <laughs> you yeah, got to give the money to somebody. I promise right, you don't so have to give it to him. Hey, can, can, I mean, can we, what can are you going to do? Can I, can I, can I, can I just up? say something? Okay. What's up? So against, against the Nets, he had a 6-for-23 game. Against the Nets, he had a 7-for-20 game. How many points did he per- have in all these games? Yeah, how, how many points did he have? Because he, I mean, he so, he shoots free throws pretty well too, doesn't he? Okay, so he went he, he went six for twenty three and had thirteen points. Okay. He went uh, seven of twenty, had seventeen. He went uh, eight of twenty two, had twenty five. He went nine of twenty six, had twenty three, and then now he just got six of twenty three. For 15 points. So those are like that's one. That's two, awful. Those three, are some stinkers for sure. Four, five. So one, two. So five out of what three seven games? Yeah, five out of five out of eight games. He has been horrendous. Like <laughs> horrendous. Like I'm not talking like, oh, he had like two bad games in a seven game series. Five of eight. Like, what is that? It's not $180 million worth of production. It's, no, it's, for sure. it's not $20 million worth of production. <laughs> dude, I, agree. I agree with you. He should not be making as much money as he is. I, I agree at all. The I, question like, was if, if you Chris know what Middleton – I didn't you know, think that he you know, would be the second best player on a championship you know team. Do? But can you know Drew Holiday be that? You know what we can do? We can trade, Drew, we can trade Chris Middleton for, for Ben Simmons. I'll do that. Oh, I'll God. do that. You can go get. You can go get. You, I talked about an all-star caliber player. Chris Middleton made all-star teams. I'll give him up right now. We'll have Giannis and Ben Simmons and just do some dumbass shit. And they'll be the six. They'll defense. be the six seed in the East. Nah, bro. They'll, they'll, they'll figure. They'll figure something out. It would be. It would be electric. Jesus Christ, those Chris two Middleton fucking. Titans. I mean, you can't hack because Giannis is going to make his free throws. He may take five minutes, but he's going to make them. He he's got yeah, he's gotten better at it. He's gotten yeah. better at it. What what'd you say yesterday, Zebo? Did he make more free throws? Shot a better free throw percentage than Luca? Yeah, over the playoffs, he, this he's playoffs? shooting a better free throw percentage than Luca. So, and I'm gonna need the Giannis Luka, free throw slander. Luca like, is just one of those players where like you, you don't look at percentages, you don't look at stats, you don't look. You can at look at his percentages on his free throw line, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, I'm just saying, you don't look at player efficiency rating. He, he's like AI. Like, you, you just – you put him out there and just let him do his thing and you'd be happy with what happens at the end of the game. Like, there's just, there know, just some players that, like – It's just free throws. Just, I, I, don't, I, I, don't care, I don't care about his, his efficiency on the three-point line. He shoots tough shots. That's fine. A lot of players like that. But Isn't AD technically, it, like, the most efficient player in NBA history or like in terms of PER or something prob- like that? Prob- probably some bullshit like that. But – Dude, if you're a superstar, and I, I, I sit on LeBron for the same thing, you should not be shooting under 75% from the big line. Like, if you can shoot from other places, 
like you should be able to work on your free throws and hit them. I have seen scrubs hit free throws. I have seen guys learn how to shoot, hit free throws. But if you're LeBron or Luca, figure it out. Come on, that like that that's simple. It's weird, man. I don't I don't know what it is about free throws, but some people just they just don't have it. Like LeBron, LeBron has never had a set free throw routine in his career. Sometimes it looks like he does it uh, like different motions every time he goes to the line. But he's just uh, gotten steadily worse. Yeah, That's the thing. I, like if, 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 if you come in the league from high school and you shoot 78%, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't even, I'm not even going to ask you to get better, but like, just shoot that, shoot something around that. Don't shoot 65%. Like that doesn't, it's just such a liability and it makes, it makes you not drive the basket late in games. It lets you, makes you be scared of foul. Unless and you're it, Russell Westbrook and you don't care. You just, Russell Westbrook just, physically doesn't care. That, that, he that doesn't care about anything. He doesn't. He actually does not care about anything. He is, no, he doesn't, bro. He, he, is a he has one mode. Ninja Turtle, and it, he has one mode. Put the ball in I the hoop no matter how he, he wills it. Like You literally look at the shots. It looks like he's willing the ball into the – like. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. Russell was definitely one of those guys that like tried to put the the square block in the circle hole when he was a kid. <laughs> like he just doesn't care. It's crazy. Indeed, right, indeed. Bro. All right, let's get to some player comparisons. We'll do uh, some of the players left in the playoffs, and then we might get to like an overall thing. But um, best player left in the playoffs. Would y'all agree that that is Giannis onto the Kumpo? It's Giannis. It's it's Giannis by far. I think. I, will, I, I am going to give you another name. We should we should consider. Okay. Are okay. ready for this? Giannis. <laughs> so Giannis, uh, undisputed best player left in the playoffs. All right, cool. So now we're we're volleying for two and three. Healthy, it's Chris Paul or Devin. Healthy Murray. Chris Ooh. Paul. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll we'll get that. All right, Trey Young. Can we just can Buck. we just can we just look at Devin Booker's stats in Game One, please? Can we can we just look at yeah, the Game uh, One against the Clippers? They were like forty. I think he had like 40, 40 and 13 and shot. ten. Yeah. Okay. Got so, over fifty percent. So heavy. So I think I think there's there's two questions we got to ask. Two two pretty like. Tough comparison. So you got Booker and Trey Young, and you got Booker and PG. Like I think those two are the the closest ones to get to, and then you can go from there. So Gabe, Devin Booker, or Paul George. D Booker, Paul George. Paul George is better than him. He has a higher ceiling than him. Uh, D Book might play better over the series. Right now, he just had two stinkers. Um, I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm not asking about. You saying just better? No, if no, I no. I am, I am asking who is who better at basketball. I don't, like one one game sample size doesn't matter. Ooh. I mean, it matters, but like just in the sense, who's better? Man, I would rather have Devin Booker on my team for a year. Would you rather have Devin Booker on your team for a year? Like, forget age. I, yes. Think yes. I. I think yes. I would go with that as well. Unfortunately, I think I would too. I think because I Devin okay. Booker, Devin, you you can look at it two ways. Devin Booker has he's never made the playoffs until this year. This is his first his first playoff series. That's insane for him to be playing this well. Other than the last two games, take out the last game for him to play as well as he has, 
for this to be his first playoff series with a new head coach, with Chris Paul, who everybody knows is one of the hardest teammates to have. People do not like having Chris Paul on their team. He has run himself out of – and like, I love CP, but, like, he's a hard teammate. He's a hard person to play with. Um, he's like, like LeBron, like Jimmy Butler. Like, some people are just hard to play with. They don't mesh, and it, it just happens. But for him to be playing as well as he has, with, with, with all of that stacked against him and the teams he's had to play, like, it, it's very impressive. But it's, he, he didn't make the playoffs, and his, te- his teams have sucked. He's hooped, and his teams have sucked for the past – Who has he played? For, so who was he beating? He beat the Lakers, and With then the hurt LeBron and our, and AD hurt. Everybody's hurt, you know. Everyone's okay. hurt. He's, he he, they swept the Nuggets with the MVP. Without Jamal Murray, it doesn't matter. And and, and MPJ's back was hurt. That his back has been hurt since he got in the league. He was he was hooping he was hooping around one, and he hurt. He tweaked his back. He looked bad in round two. Every, everyone's I, hurt. Now Devin Booker has that, a broken nose and CP3 had COVID. Like, everyone's hurt. It, I, okay, a, a broken nose. How does a broken nose really affect your basketball? Kawhi Leonard, his knee, he's out. I, 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 like, I'm not, like, trying to discredit Devin Booker or anything, but AD and LeBron are healthy. They're not making out of the first round. And then we no, go, they, okay. Five games, five games. They're going, they're going, okay, congrats that the, the Suns finally made the playoffs and lost in the first round. But because of these injuries, now we're going to look at Devin Booker as this, like, elite winner and all this. Like, I, don't, I don't know if it's, like, the wrong way to look at it, but it is, it is a little questionable. Whereas you got a guy like Paul George who – he hasn't been like the biggest winner, but like he did make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. He did get he did get injured. He did come back, and then he struggled in the playoffs. But this year, he balled he out still, against the Mavericks. He balled out like he balled out against the Jazz, and like every every single person said the series is over the second Kawhi got hurt, and it wasn't. And I I I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a big Paul George slander way off. P. He missed those free throws. I think he lost in that game. He definitely but lost them that game. He definitely at lost the same them. time. Devin, I mean, Devin Booker didn't even, didn't even play good. So like, like they won the game because of DeAndre Ayton and Jay Crowder, and an so, all time pass by Jay Crowder. Yeah, that pass. So Man, like nobody could do it better. So like, did like I, I would rather have Devin Booker on my team, but I'm really, really looking at it, and I think Paul George is the better basketball player. Like, I think if you ranked basketball players, you're putting Paul George in your top 15 and Devin Booker's at, like, 17 or 18. I that, think – I think we're going to get to it. I think I, – I just think it – I think it makes sense. And I that's not, like, nothing to, like – no slight against Devin Booker. He's really good. And I think he will be better than what Paul George is right now. But is he there yet? I don't know. Because he doesn't he, – he didn't make the playoffs unless he had Chris Paul. Like he did. You can look, and that was going to be the, the second prong of my analysis. Like, first, you know, Devin Booker, his teams have sucked. Short playoff history. He's played injured teams in the playoffs. It, and all of that is valid, completely valid criticism. All of that is 100% true. You have to hold that against him. No, but number two is Paul George, way off P, pandemic P, George Paul. Gatorade Airball Paul has 
had all-time collapses in the playoffs his entire career. You know, he has never, ever, ever, ever gotten the job done. A lot of that is because, like, they weren't they weren't going to beat the Heat or the Cavs in any of those series. So, like, a lot of that is because of that. But even last year, like, where did he go? Both of the series in OKC, where was he? Like, I don't – have we ever seen a superstar play that poorly in back-to-back first rounds like Paul George did in OKC? Yeah, no, he sucked. And that is he, where I could give uh, – His Devin shoulder was hurt. Edge. His shoulder I mean, yeah, was his hurt. Sho- I, his shoulder was hurt, but he's – He finished okay. third in MVP voting. He was bad. He finished he's, third in MVP voting. Is, is Paul George a superstar? I, 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 think, I think we throw around superstar a little too much. I, I don't agree. Think Devin, I, yeah, I, hell yeah. I don't, I don't think, think Devin, Devin Booker, Booker – He's well, not Devin Booker or Paul George aren't superstars. I agree. 100%. They're they're like the next closest thing to it. They're stars. And yes, he, they're all stars. You can even say they're all stars. They're they're like they're like all star plus. It's so like they're like the like the top of the all stars. Like you're like like uh almost a starter on the all star team. But I don't. Uh, you know it, they it, are. It's tough. It's tough. Devin Booker. Devin Booker proved a lot in that in that Lakers in that like closeout Lakers game. He came out and said, like, this is my shit. And he proved a lot to me. Like, if he hadn't had that moment, I would say Paul George right now. I I, I would rather build a team around Booker. I would. I 100% taking Booker in a year. But it's like I – at least what Paul George has got to, I think that is higher than what Devin Booker got to. Now, will D-Book pass him? 100%. But right now, it's it's a tough debate. But I, Paul George has a lot of a, a lot of skills. I, I I do think he is a very skilled player, but like he just mentally, you cannot count on him when it counts. That the, is an issue. Yeah, one hundred percent counts the most. You cannot count on him. I like those free throws the other night. Like you got to hit one. Bad. You have to hit one yeah. of them. Even I, I believe Le, LeBron would hit one of those, and he's not a good free throw shooter. But you have to make Especially one. Especially not late. Yeah, no, I agree. That is that's the thing. It is a mental issue, and that's kind of like a Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, he might be better than a lot of players, but if it's a mental issue, you're kind of shot. Uh, but what we've seen, the height of Paul George's powers, have been over what Devin Booker has shown so far yeah. in the league. But right now, a player for a game or a season or a series, I might. I think I would take Devin Booker. Okay. Um, would so y'all, the thing is, like, you right know what you're going to get. You know what you're right going to get with Paul George. Paul George has shown you who he is, time after time. Like, well, I think we, I think we got a pretty good, pretty good case right now because we're we have four games left. Mm-hmm. We have four yeah. games left, and if the Suns and Devin Booker being their best player, let let the Clippers come back and win this series without Kawhi Leonard, we can't say Devin Booker's better than Paul George. I'm just, I'm just warning you, like from this moment, the Suns are supposed to win this series. Everyone said it's 2-0. Okay. They were close games. One team got Chris Paul back. One team did not get Kawhi Leonard back. If Kawhi's not back and the Clippers win this series, it's going to be tough to argue Devin Booker. That, I that, think it, I agree. If, if, the Clippers win this series without Kawhi. I think that's an indictment on Chris Paul and Devin Booker and the players that they are. 
Oof. But it, it doesn't tough. have to be an that does that be an indictment or can it be just that maybe Paul George doesn't suck? Maybe no, Paul it's George an indictment. Suck. It's an and indictment on Chris Paul, but no, it's an indictment on Chris Paul and his legacy because like you're there, well, you're you're, you're you're there, bro. It's at with the championship though, his legacy goes from here to here. Like it is, and he's not him. winning the championship. Do you who who did you pick for? Do you think the Bucks are going to win? I had I I had, I had Bucks and Lakers to start to start the playoffs. Uh, so I'm just I'm just sticking with the one that's left. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, with your Bucks, I got Bucks. Dude. I think I think it's me Bucks and Suns and I think the Bucks win it. And like like Gabe said, something probably happens to Chris Paul. Like I think this year he gets the finals, but like he he probably tweaks his ankle in game 3 of the finals. Like yeah, that's just he, that's just how yeah. I'm looking at it. And it, it sucks. Just, you have to like I like, like I said about Paul George, like when players show you who they are the first time, you got to believe them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I know, I know what Paul George is. I do. Yeah. But we're also looking at there. There are more than one reason why Chris Paul has not got to the finals. That is true. And there, I mean, he, he and wasn't there, hurt. And there when are he was more than one reason. against the Rockets. Yeah, and there are more than one reason why Devin Booker hasn't made the playoffs before this year. I know you can say a lot. There's a lot of things. Oh well. He, it was too tough for him. All that's fine, but other players in that situation have made the playoffs. Like I've seen a shitty team get brought to the playoffs by a guy like Kobe, by a guy like LeBron, by a guy like Wade. Like I've seen it happen. It can happen, and I've seen a point guard have bad luck and still get to the final. Like John Stockton got to the finals. These other dudes got to the finals. Like if Chris Paul is that guy and Devin Booker is the next Kobe, do it. Like, go go make the finals. You have – it's on a platter. Kawhi Leonard, it would easily be the most impactful player in this series, and he's not there. Like, we're talking about P-Bev guarding Devin Booker. Imagine if that was Kawhi guarding Devin Booker. Like, we'd have a whole other topic. Like, you'd have the annoyance of Patrick Beverly with the claw. Like – if the Clippers win this series without Kawhi, I think like we just need to accept that they're just that they're just that team. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just they're just built like that. And we then then we got to start having uncomfortable conversations about Ty Lue and like I just don't want to I don't want to get into that. So I want hey, to lose because like that's just best coach. Let's um let's move on to um, some more player comparisons. All right, so we chose D Book over PG. Let's talk Trey Young versus D Book. Do we think who do we think is better, Trey Young like, or Devin Booker? I like Book there. Yeah, I like Book. Too. I think I think that's Trey Young has more gaudy numbers. He does. Okay, he does. that's awesome. I think I think Trey. I think you could argue Trey Young's more of a leader. And I think you could say the team bought in a little more, but at the end of the day, one team's Trae playing Young, in the East, one team's playing in the West, and I'm gonna have to one say this. I like better before the playoffs. I'm just gonna have to say this. I, I think that tra- a lot of Trey Young's success comes from the fact that his teammates like him, and he has like the city loves him. Culturally, he 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 fits. He he is where he's supposed to be. And that, that that does a lot for a player's confidence. That does a lot for a, a franchise's support of a player and who they put around him. I, I think he's in a perfect situation 
I don't think he would be as good as he is if he was somewhere else. I, I, I do think they – like, the one thing about – like, when you think of Trey Young putting up gaudy numbers, usually it's like, okay, you think the point guard just has the ball a bunch and, like, he gets to do what he wants. And he kind of does, but to me they play, like, the best, like, team basketball. Like, every single person on the court touches the ball. They all kind of get their shots. They all get their moments. They're all allowed to do everything. And I think that's why they love Trey Young. It's like he's a superstar. He's like a like a border, up and coming superstar ish guy, but they get to like everyone else gets their shine and everyone else gets their touches. And I like like you said, everything's bought in and like culturally, but that has to do with kind of the leadership. Like I think that's partially just because that's how he is, and like he's easy to buy in on, and everyone seems to like him. Like there there hasn't been like everyone who's played with him is like okay, this dude's awesome to play with. And even John Collins, who was like worried about touching now he's like okay we'll play off actually you know this dude's cold enough like i'm still getting my shots and i want to be here now i've got i've got their stats side by side so for for this season devin booker played 67 games averaged 25 4 and 4 on 48 percent from the field 34 percent from three 86 percent free throw for the career he's 23 3 and 4 45 from the field, 35 from 30, 87%. Yeah. So he's he, he he had his season was right in line with his career stats. Yeah. Trey Young's pretty close. He also averaged 25, only averaged three rebounds, but he averaged nine assists. Yeah. Um Devin Booker's got him in field goal three, and they're about the same. What does Trey shoot? Throw. What does Trey shoot from three? 34. Devin Booker shoots okay. 38. I thought you said Devin Booker shot 34 this year. Oh, 34. No, you're right. He shot yeah. 48 from the field. Yeah. So they're, I was going to say exactly the same Devin, from three. They're the same. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a little overrated as a three point shooter. He's a great shooter, but his three his three pointers are not. He wasn't as efficient as some other guys. Like I, I I don't know who I told, but I was like, like when Devin Booker hit like six of eight threes, I was like, he doesn't do this. And everyone's like, no, he's yes, a he mid-range like, shooter. Like that was, I was his like, thing I was like, no, college. like that's like he can shoot threes, but like he doesn't hit them at this crazy clip, which obviously Trey doesn't either. But Trey is a volume, just chunk up three. Devin Booker's more of a mid-range scorer, like an old time guy. Their um, stats are a lot more comparable than obviously I Booker shoots better from the field. Yeah, so pretty, I think that easily. um I think that the nine assists Devin though, Trey might be, no. The Trey nine assists because of uh, efficiency. D book just just because of efficiency, but Trey Young kinda does more for your team as far as what he's asked to do. Yeah, um, neither of them really the play defense. Guards. So uh, and exactly. So neither of them really play defense. So I might go give Book the edge just because I think one's, of defend. I mean, because of efficiency. One's like and that's just barely. Like, can't guard a human, though. Like, D-Book, we don't think he's a plus defender. I don't think he's a terrible defender. Yeah, but I think he can, like, like stand there. He can guard yeah, somebody. Like, but Trey – I mean, Trey's just, like, he's 5'11". So, like, there's just no playoff hope splits. for that. I got their playoff okay. splits, too. So, um, let's see. Book Book has played 13 games. Trey Young's played 13 games. Uh, Book is averaging – 27, 7, and 5, um, shooting 93, 93% from free throw. That's insane. 93%. Yeah. That's insane. They both can shoot the hell out of free throws. 51 from the field. Um, 
he's averaging seven made two pointers a game. Uh, what is he getting from three? Like, what's his percentage? From three? Three point. Yeah. 36. 36. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. Trey? Where's Trey at? So, so basically, basically what you just said was Devin Booker does everything he does in the regular season and every, every single stat got boosted by a little bit. Like he got, he got, he got, uh, like a, um, he got marginally better at everything. Yeah. Trey's averaging 31. That's awesome. 31, yeah. bro. Trey's averaging 31, 10, and 3, 1.2 steals a game, 88% from the uh, free throw line, 48% from the field. Um, he's shooting 33% from three, but he's taking nine shots a game and Book's only taking six. Uh, but Trey's making three threes a game, Book's making two, but he's taking three more. So he's yeah. getting one more three in three more shots. Do, I mean, if Devin was taking th- three more shots, he might hit well, D- another three. Like we don't know that. So. Yeah, well, D book D book was shooting thirty six, so he's like he's shooting like three three percent better. So that's not yeah. like that's not crazy. On three less shots, um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So we go D book over Trey. I th- I I I would. Yeah, I do I think too. I, I would... do think it's closer than I. Originally, it's very, looking at those numbers, I think, it's definitely close. I think there is a because obviously Devin Booker got better at everything, but like Trey could have just made a crazy step and made like here's the thing: this year's numbers were kind of eh because he had a really bad stretch. Like Devin, I mean uh, Trey Young had like a, a shooting stretch where he just sucked, and like yeah, he was awful beginning of he the got, season. He got and got back to where he was. So like, aren't they the he, fifth seed? They were yes. he could he could like become a little more efficient and you would just not worry about it. But his Trey Young's passing is what makes it close because Trey Young is like some guys get assists and you're like, okay, he's an average passer. Trey Young is an elite passer. Like Trey Young is a he, he's like he's kind of similar to way the way Harden kind of passes. Like it's like almost all his flashes are like really efficient and really like flashy, but Trey Young doesn't turn the ball over like Harden does. Like, at least from what I've seen, usually when a guy is that good of a passer, he turns the ball over a lot. Trey doesn't seem to do that. I can so, tell you, he's averaging – in the playoffs, he's averaging three turnovers a game. Yeah, exactly. Like For like, as much as he has the ball, that's, that's like – That's not a crazy. lot. That's crazy. That's not, not a lot, lot at all. Yeah. So like, Devin Booker's averaging four turnovers a game, and he has right, the ball, not he getting, has the ball not way getting, less. Not getting half the passes. Yeah. So it, yeah. it, it like we're from for me it, it's definitely closer than I thought it was but I would I would still lean Booker but it's it's close because what the, about Trey Young um, doesn't have Chris Paul like that's one thing Chris Paul demands the ball in his hands and like their offense runs through Chris Paul facilitating so like it, that's almost something like you can't hold against Devin Booker because he's not a point guard you know what I'm saying he's not in charge of the offense like that his job is to score. I would take Trey Young over Chris Paul at this point right now. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Paul's 35 years old. Indeed, is an old <laughs> old man. Um, how about – Trey Young some, is 22. Let's do some uh, Collins versus Aiton. Who would you take? I'm taking Collins. John Collins has – he's impressed me in the last few oh, – wow. uh, the last few series – I think DeAndre De- DeAndre Ayton has a much higher ceiling. I think he could be 
a 20 – he could be a legitimate, like, 20 and 10 player if he tried. I, I don't know what he uh, averages exactly. Um, he, he might average 20. I think he's at uh, – for the at, for the season, I think that he was at, like, 15 or 16, but he yeah. could be at, like, 18 easily. He could – with so the he, shots, if he had the shots, he'd be at, like, 18. Yeah, he's averaging, uh, 18 he averaged and 14 and 10 for the season. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, if he had the shots, I mean, he shoots 63% from the field, um, 77% from free throw for a guy that's seven feet tall. Like that, that's pretty good. I mean, he doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't yeah. go to the line a lot. Um, the thing but, that I love about Collins is that he has like skills, not saying that Aiden doesn't have skills, but Collins, he can, he plays within the offense, but then he can also knock down mid range shots. If you give him a shoots three, 40% from those. Yeah. He's like, he, I said, he, yeah. He's a and that's why I would kind of lean towards Collins as far as like okay. right now. Okay, so as a as a as a huge John Collins fan, y'all are asleep as shit. DeAndre Ayton is clearly <laughs> better than y'all. He's clearly better than John Collins. DeAndre Ayton, he was supposed to take this step. He was supposed to take this step this year. Chris Paul comes to town. He had a terrible start. He had a hor- I'm talking way worse than Trey Young's start. It was awful, and it was like 50 games. In the end of the season, and he was like, "Oh, he had twenty-three and fourteen. Okay, I think he, he can dominate the Lakers. He dominated the Nuggets. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then the playoffs come. He does this. This dude is about to break out. He's perfect for the Suns. All their players are kind of peaking at the same time. Besides Chris Paul, I love DeAndre. I think John Collins is good. I think John John, John Collins is really talented. I think he can fit in a lot of places." DeAndre Aiden is that guy. Like DeAndre Aiden can be like your third best player, and I I think he's I think he's really good. I think he's I just really want good. him. I want him to believe that. I don't think he believes that right now. I think he, because like he's just not, he's just not aggressive enough for me. Like he he's a guy that should roll out of bed and have fifteen rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he he should average twenty and ten. Like there are players that are not as talented as him that have averaged twenty and ten before, so like, I, I it, it just needs to happen. Like it, it just needs to happen. I think, I think Aiden could probably be the best, second best player on a championship team. Is he at that point right now in his career? I don't believe so. And I think that if I had to have a player right now in a series, I would take a John Collins over a AJ. John it's Collins not by a, much, but this is why we're comparing him. I think he's a dog, close. bro. Like John Collins brings a lot. He's a good, like good person to have in the locker room. Like just for not not necessarily like how he gels with other players, but like he's a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like he's aggressive. Like when he's he's not scared of anybody. Yeah. Like I mean he was up in Giannis's face. He's like I mean Giannis still had 35 points, but like not being afraid. Well, going to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's John, <laughs> but John Collins, John Collins is a lot more aggressive, and he just he looks like he wants to be there. DeAndre Ayton doesn't look like you want to be there half the time. Chilling. Uh, who would y'all take, Reggie Jackson or Cameron Payne? Reggie Jackson. Cam Cameron Payne has played really well, but like Reggie Jackson, what he's done for the Clippers, like just just keeping them alive and like. I think I would rather have Reggie Jackson. Yeah, to me, to me, Reggie Reggie is like the most pivotal player in the playoffs right now. Like I think he he is he is done. Like either he him has or Terrence got, Mann, either one of them. He is literally gave like just gave the Clippers wins. Like 
Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson doesn't show up in like four of these moments. Like the Clippers are not there. I know you can say that about some play. Campaign played off, played awesome. He's he's played awesome. I think he surprised a lot of people. But Reggie Jackson is literally like just bawling out of his mind right now. So I like um, I like right. campaign. I, I got a I stat like... for y'all. Go ahead. I got a stat for y'all. There are only two players in NBA history to average three plus three pointers on sixty-five percent true shooting. Uh, minimum 15 games, 2017 Steph Curry and 2021 Reggie Jackson. Right now He's averaging open, 18, 18 points per game, 51% uh, field goal, 42 from three, 88% from the free throw line in yeah, the playoffs. Hooping, you can't take it away from him. He's hooping. Main yeah. balling. Mr. June. All right. Uh, <laughs> the real Reggie Jackson. Let's see. Okay, and these are just two um, – Supplemental players. So Danilo Gallinari and Clint Capella, or Yellow. Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. What? You put in Chris Middleton in that conversation. Brooke Lopez. Yes. Is... <laughs> Brooke Lopez. You got those two, bro. Brooke, get, get Brooke Lopez out of there, bro. Like he's, <laughs> he's giving you nothing. Nothing. Literally just taking up space. Two threes. I think Gabe's asking. Gabe's asking Gallo, Gallo and Capella or Middleton and and uh and Lopez. Flash Mountain. Okay, Chris yeah. Chris Middleton is better. I, I think he's better than Gallo. So yeah, I mean they're just which which for, pair? Which pair you got? For my which money, one, which... I, I would take I would take Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez for my money. I mean, I don't Clint Capella isn't Clint Capella's not that good. He's not that good. <laughs> Give me Clint Capella and Gallo, baby. Let's go. I, as much as I hate Brooke Lopez and as much as I don't love Chris Middleton, I, I would have to go with them. Gabe, what's, what's up? Which two you got? Oh, um, dude, Middleton, yes, over regular season, probably the best player, but oh, it's hard because I take I take Clint Capella over Brooke Lopez. No, he can't hit threes, but God damn it, yeah. he can jump out of the gym and play some defense. He Brooke Lopez is averaging one one made three a game. Barely one. He, keeps, one he literally keeps your fucking big man on it so he can drag him out, and that's like the best thing. If he's not hitting threes, it's kind of useless um, at this point in his career. So Danilo, I could use Danilo and I could use Capella. Now, are their combined thing going to give me what Chris Middleton can give me? I mean, they won't. They their combined won't shoot six for twenty three. At least, Brooke yeah, Lopez, literally at least half the time they would. So I would. Brooke Lopez <laughs> is averaging two offensive rebounds a game. Hey, can we talk about this? Rick Lopez on the Nets was literally a really good post scorer, and now I think he's, he's their all time lead scorer. He no, he's, he's their all time yeah. like franchise. Bro, <laughs> look, these are his playoff stats. These are these are Brooke Lopez's playoff stats in twenty twelve. For Brooklyn, he averaged 22 points a game. 2014 in Brooklyn, he averaged 20 points a game. Uh, 2019 were the Bucks 11. Last year for the Bucks 16. This year for the Bucks 13. So like you're getting decent, decent, decent like, output from him. I think Brooke Lopez could probably still score on the post, but Bud doesn't want him in the paint, obviously because he wants to clear space for Giannis. But at some point in the games, we watch these Bucks teams. Do we feel like they slow down? Do we feel like they go on uh, have droughts? I feel like they don't know what they're doing half the time. Like I feel like exactly they get they, they get two minutes left, and sometimes Chris has the ball, 
Sometimes they don't Drew know how to the close. Ball. They like sometimes they, they, they give don't. Giannis the ball on like the face up wing and that works sometimes. But like they'll go to him and he'll it'll work one time. And, like the next time, like Chris Middleton will just shoot like a contested like step back. I, they they are the most unsure basketball team, and it's because they have a trash coach and their coach is not know what he's doing. Would you not give Brooke Lopez some post ups? Like I I, I would, would. I, I get I get in the sense of. Maybe he's he doesn't want to, threes. but also maybe he, like, with Giannis in the game, no. I don't think posting up him is the best option. But, like, we act like Giannis played 48 minutes. So, like, whenever Giannis is off the court or maybe when, when Giannis has made, like, two shots in a row, you want to have a slow possession, go feed – like, Brooke, I'm not saying, like – like, give him, like, five posts a game. Like, that's not a lot. And, like, see what he can do. Like, I, I think that will help your team in, like, some, some moments where, like, you don't know how to score – like I've seen Brooks score pretty easily on the post. Yeah, the main skill. Yeah, he's not Robin. Like if this was Robin Lopez, this You're is a right. different conversation. Batman. Batman. <laughs> what if, they, what, if they, what if like instead of instead of Brook, his name was Batman? Batman. Dun, 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 dun. If he was uh, Quavo, Bruce Wayne, maybe Bat- Batman and Robin Lopez. That'd be their names. <laughs> we kind of all right boys um did y'all want to do overall player comparisons or let's do like let, i think that i was thinking about this we could do like uh all round all series top 20 i think that would be good oh okay um we we start with the first round and then like what we could do is as far as do, like players that made the playoffs yeah, like players in the playoffs, like how they've performed up until this point, we could do like the top twenty. I think, I or think the best performer. 10. I think the best the best playoff performer we've had so far. I would have to go with. I give Kawhi the slight edge over Kevin Durant. Kawhi, he is leading the team. He is leading the playoffs in defensive win shares. And the he main bit was he hasn't played in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the main was hooping. I, I think I go with Kawhi over him over KD. KD would be my number two as far as best performance. I'm, I'm gonna I'd have to give it to KD. Him. I'm gonna have to give it to KD just because like that that 49 and 17 that that crazy game he had. What was it? Game six or game five? I think five. it was game five. game five. It was like 49, 17, and 10. I've never, seen, I've never seen anything like that in my life. From, <laughs> from a player who had so much stacked against him in the moment, he did get – I mean, if you would have told me he was going to get 20, 27 points from Jeff Green, like, okay, like I wouldn't have believed you. But that being said, he still, like – he was making everything. Like, he, he was making everything, dude. And he was, he was a – a shoe size away from us having a completely different conversation about how the rest of the playoffs are going to go. So, yeah. So you go with KD. I have to give it. I have to give it to KD. I have to give it to KD. Me personally, number one. Just because he was who. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got KD then Kawhi. Okay, so those are our, those are our top two. Okay, if you Easy, go to number three. Sure. So three, you go to you number got, three. 
in consideration, so many I would, options. I would say yeah. I would say Giannis. I would say Trey. I would say Luca. I would say Jokic. I think for Booker, what about Dame? maybe Dame was hooping, but they got bounced early. They did. I think nah. like because we're going up into this point, like if we would have just ranked round one, Dame's up there because boy, he was he was going off. Like he, yeah. he was balling. But they lost. So so we go. I go. I would probably go with. Um, We're on four. I might right? go Donovan. Oh, I might go Donovan Mitchell. I did kind of third Mitchell over Giannis. My third guy. He didn't do enough. Donovan Mitchell over Giannis and Trey. So yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. No. I take Donovan. All right, Donovan Mitchell. His what he did while he was in the playoffs. Obviously, thirty-two points. On let's see, 43 from three, 44 from the field. Um, rebounds like four rebounds, five assists. And he basically, I mean, he carried that he was their offense, he was the one man offense. But he did like the exact opposite of what Giannis did. You know what I'm saying? Giannis was like against a play a team that lost their one of their best players, two of them technically, because James Harden was just yeah. out there. And he said, you know what? I am going – we are going to win this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how we get there. We are going to win this game. We're going to win this series. We're not letting just KD beat us. And like we just said, like KD was he, – he was number one. And, like, and they got me, it done. Was, and they got it done. You can say what you want about, like, people being hurt. Like I said this whole show, everyone's hurt. And he literally did the exact opposite of what – Donovan Mitchell did. So that, I that's could agree I with Giannis being up. three. I could agree with Giannis being three. I'm not mad at that. I'll take Giannis at three. Are you taking Giannis at three? Yeah, I got Giannis at three. Is that is that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then as okay. far as number as at four, I'm gonna have to say Luca Legend because boy, he was he he's something special, bro. He's so fun to watch play. Like, even though even though that series didn't go how it should have gone, and there's a lot of reasons for it, like he he had them in every game. Because of him, they had an opportunity to – every time he was on the court, they had an opportunity to win. Yeah, I don't think he had any help. I go with – I like Luka at 4-2. Uh, I do. I forgot about some players. But, yeah, I, I could take Luka at 4-2. Yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. I mean, I think it's – Luca, Luca, Trey, or Donovan. I think yeah. those are pretty. The next three. Uh, yeah. For five. Really know, order, for five, I'm cool tough. with Trey. I'm cool with Trey for number five. Okay, Trey. I think I'll, I'll split. Go. I'm going back with. I'm going back with my man uh, D. Mitch. He was he'll a one Don- man. He was a one go, man wrecking crew. So you'll go Donovan at five and Trey at six. Hell dude. yeah. That's. I'll that's go fair. Donovan at five. And yeah, probably probably Trey at six. Yeah, actually, you yeah. know what? I've got. I don't know. I might go with six. So. How do y'all feel about Embiid? Yeah, Embiid eight on a broke knee. Well, it went his knee went broken. His torn meniscus. Yeah. But goddamn, thirty that, and, thirty and like thirteen game block but game. But like him blowing it. In what was a game five where he had like 30 in the first half and blew it in the second half? At all. 
I blame him. I blame him literally like 5% because he did have turnovers. He blew it on the turnover. um, In in turnovers, yeah, he had like eight turnovers in back-to-back games. games. He missed both of the free throws. Yeah, he missed a layup in uh, game five or game four, I believe. I think it was game four he missed. He blew like a layup. He was playing on one leg, and he did have no help. So, I I mean, if we're being consistent, if we're being consistent, I'm fine with Joel being seven. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm taking Joel after uh, Donovan. So what you have you had uh, Caleb, you had Katie Kawhi, Giannis, Luca, Trey, and then who? Donovan, then Joel. Donovan, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my top seven so far. And then who you got, got Zebo. At what after after your Luca pick? So you got Katie Kawhi, Giannis, Luca. Um, I think I I think I said Trey, Trey. Trade, trade Donovan and Bead, and then I think I'm gonna say Paul. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jokic, Jokic, then Paul. I might I might have to give it. I mean Jokic. I mean he's a similar situation to Embiid, but I mean there was a lot of times where he just wasn't hooping. Y'all going CP three? No, Paul George. Okay. Oh, Paul uh, but, George. But in that last game, Jokic literally – I can't believe they fouled. I can't believe they ejected him. I just – that. Yeah, no, that's – Off of that, I'm going to – yeah, off of that, I'm going to give it to Jokic. I'm going to give it to He Jokic. gets bonus but, points for that. <laughs> yeah, because he had a triple-double, and they, they were still in the game. Yeah, yeah. I got Jokic at number eight. That's yeah, that's good. Number nine, yeah, go I got Paul, Paul George. Yeah. And then – PG. Then I got Devin Booker. Think. Oh, we haven't even named Devin Ooh. Booker yet. Have we? Oh fuck! Oh, y'all didn't uh, name D Book. No, I got him at ten. I will take. I got him at ten. I'll take. I'll take Devin Booker at the spot above Paul George. I'll have him at nine. Paul George at ten. Yeah, that, that's fair. there. We go. There we go. PG. I don't want too much PG slander, but I need, need a little bit. <laughs> I'll let him be top ten this time. Yeah, at ten. He's not top ten in the league, but I'll let him be top ten. Um, I would go under that. So we've got Kyrie. basically got like some supplemental players and then like the best players that got eliminated early. Um, I'll give Dame right take, outside the top 10. Yeah. Dame, Dame would be like my next guy. And then after that, probably Tatum just because he oh. had zero help. All, also I forgot about yeah. Tatum, Tatum, yeah, Dame. Kyrie, Dame. I put Kyrie uh, under, I put Kyrie under Tatum. Yeah, I'm with that. At, thir- at 13. Um, trying to think of other guys. Um, I think we got to – Reggie Jackson has to be in the top 15. He's got to be <laughs> top 15. He's got to be in the top 15. Slick. They're not there without him. They're not. <laughs> yeah. And then we got to put – we got to put Alex Crusoe's weed possession on there. Reggie, I got Reggie Jackson at 14, so 15 – 15, who would I have? 15. Jackson. I'm trying to think about who's left. Jackson. So you still have um you still got John Morant. You still uh, Bog- got Bogdanovich for the Jazz. Bogdanovich. I'm gonna go yes. I'm gonna go Drew Holiday for number 15. Ooh, you can have Drew. I'm definitely going with the um Bogdan. I think I would take I'm gonna take Jamal. I mean Jamal. Ha! John Morant. He balled out. 
I'm gonna take uh, ja. I do. I want Reggie about Jackson Mitchell? at 14, but I take John ja Moran at 15. I'm gonna go with Drew Holiday. How about, Dylan, how, about how about Dylan Brooks, Gabe? Uh, Dylan Brooks, he's somewhere. We, we we wait. Let's see if we get to him before this top 20 count is over. Dylan Brooks, uh, Dylan Brooks, he was doing his thing, but y'all forgot so got, about so Chris got, Paul. So we got no Lakers. Y'all didn't here. even put. Y'all didn't even put. C, yeah, exactly. Y'all literally don't have CP3. Y'all ain't got Brian. Y'all ain't got AD. AD is out of here. AD uh, only. Not AD it, played bro. three games, didn't he? He played three to be, games. Yeah, to exactly. be fair, the main to be fair, Anthony Davis has a top five game in this playoffs. So he does like, that one. That so, one game where he had like thirty five. What do he have? Thirty five and he like uh, he like forty. You know what? He, he had a top five game and he had top a bottom five game. They may have like thirteen points in the first game. That's why they fucking yeah. Lost. But the next two games like he the next two games he had almost forty and twenty both games. Hey, you know what? It it, it it is what it is, but it's tough. And um, then he got injured. Yeah, we'll we'll put Chris Paul at like 17, 17, 18. Oh uh, wait, wait, so after Drew Holiday, who would you have, Caleb? I got Chris Paul, CP three. All right, who would yep. you have, uh, Zach? So we all agreed, like I'm Dane so Tatum, Kyrie was eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm at yeah. yeah, I'm at sixteen. I've got after. Yeah, you got, got CP three at sixteen. I got Reggie. I think Jackson. I got CP three at sixteen. I got thirteen. Go ahead. So we had, we we had to clear thirteen. Yeah, and then 14. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Chris Paul fourteen. I'll go like Bogdanovich fifteen. Which one, Jazz or uh or Jazz, 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 Jazz. I've got Reggie then, Jackson, Drew Holiday, and Chris Paul at fourteen, fifteen. And then I'll go. I'll go Reggie Jackson next. And then Reggie. All right, so we're at sixteen. Uh, we got four more spots. Four more spots. Dun, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, man. All right. Aiden. Aiden is my 17. Oh, oh. Aiden. Mm, Aiden. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with That's that. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'll put I'll put Aiden above Bogdanovich, too. Oh. So you move in Bogdan and Reggie Jackson down? Yeah. Okay. Gabe. Gabe, you haven't said go bear. Rudy, he might be. I don't know, bro. We, we, we working on it. We working on it. <laughs> I will say, I, th- I think Terrence Mann got a better chance of being on the list than Rudy. Oh, Terrence Mann, he was, he was hooping. Um, I would probably go with – I think I will take Rudy. No, 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 no. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Oh yeah, Seth Curry for sure. My my Seth eighteen. Curry for sure. Okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll put I'll put Chris Middleton at twenty. We'll we'll go ahead and do that. We'll put him at twenty. Just drop him in at twenty. Just put him at twenty. I don't know what my my my, my seventeen eighteen are or my eighteen nineteen are, but he'll he'll be at twenty. <laughs> for, yeah, Seth at my eighteen. For number nineteen, I'm going with the Red Mamba himself, Kevin Herter. <laughs> Don't oh, hurt him. Kevin, the... don't hurt him. <laughs> Kevin, don't hurt him. He's been Kevin very consistent. He's 19. been very consistent. Yeah, he's been balling out. He has been balling out. Uh, I'll probably go campaign at my 19. Okay. And, and for my then 20, for my 20, I'm going to John Collins. John Collins. Oh, I'll go uh I'll go a guy who kind of balled out. Kind of balled out in the first round. We'll go. Uh, my nineteen will be 
Tim Hardaway Jr. You, you got to give me your 18. Who's your 18? Did you take uh, Seth for your 18? Yeah, we'll go We'll go Seth at 18, Tim Hardaway at 19. Yeah, okay. I got and Seth, Chris Middleton I got at Seth 20. At 18. Hardaway, okay. And I have one more pick. Who Wilson will I have Hardaway. for 20? Ah, go Bear, baby. Stop playing with Rudy, man. Stop playing. Y'all thought I was going to leave Rudy out the top 20? Did you out your mind? Oh, Rudy. Let's go, you realize he's a- The man locked down the league and then won defensive player <laughs> of the year. Stop playing with him. Locked down the league. Wow. He did do that. I will give leagues, him that. Bro. Stop playing. This is the greatest defender of all time. Stop playing with him. He's still oh. he's still the leader in blocks per game and b- total blocks. Yes, he, Rudy Gobert, bro. He just should stop playing. Kevin so, Durant yeah. led. Kevin Durant led in total field goals. He made 145 shots. Heater. Well, Giannis is going to end up making more. Reggie Jackson is leading the is leading in total three pointers. He's made 50. Yeah, damn, that's insane. That's Reggie Jackson, Reggie Hell Jackson yeah. made made fifty more threes in his playoff, or forty six more threes in his playoffs than Ben Simmons has in his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Oh shit! Fifty threes <laughs> in thirteen games. That's uh, that's, that's a impressive. lot. You good at basketball. Yeah, I'm mean, stroking. Bye bye, 13. I'm mean, making almost four threes a game. Project that over 82 games. <laughs> Project that over 82 over, games. See what that yeah, means. Yeah, four game. That's 3.8 a game times 82. Yeah, that's 311 threes. So he'd break our Ray Allen's record. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, all right, boys. Well, this has been an awesome episode. We jam-packed a fuck ton of shit in here, but it has been great. Caleb, do you have any shout-outs, anything you want to say to the people? Talk to them. Uh, just thanks for having me on the show. This was super fun. I definitely – I would love to come back on after the playoffs and see, like, kind of how – we could maybe, like, redo this top 20 after the playoffs are completely done. I think that would be interesting. Uh, after the finals, but yeah, this was fun. I've never done a podcast before, and it was just, it was cool. It was like a natural conversation with you guys. Um, other than that, uh, I hope that this uh, Clippers pack is about to go up in a few days. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting on it the last two rounds. So <laughs> I got the Nets pack last round. So I, I, I'm, we almost there. But other than that, yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, Zebo, you got anything to say? Any announcements? It's good to have you on. It's a good episode. I liked it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. You can check us out on social media, Twitter at GZCast. Check us out on YouTube at GazCast. And you can just hit my line, baby. You know who I am. You can find me on social media, whatever, bro. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to talk about, what you think. And, uh, yeah, we will see you very, very soon. Oh, yeah. Um, Bucks and bucks and six. All right. Peace.